This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. And we'll have more on that exciting breaking news that you heard in Bob's News that Health Canada has approved the Pfizer vaccine. We'll have that coming up at 1230. Right now, we are following the money and the report out of the Provinces Financial Accountability Office showing that the province had $12 billion in unspent reserve funds by the end of September. The Financial Accountability Officer says this money was earmarked for three contingency funds, including two related to pandemic spending. Now, that's what the opposition is referring to when they accuse the government of sitting on billions in reserve funds, which they are reluctant to spend during the pandemic. Premier Ford defended his government. He said most of the money has actually been earmarked and he's saving the rest for whatever may crop up and anything unspent will be used to pay down the deficit. So what do you think? Is that a good use? Should they be using it to pay down the deficit and show what good fiscal managers they are? Or should they be helping people who are having a lot of difficulty right now and who are saying that whatever help is available isn't really enough? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740. And now let's go to Ontario's financial Accountability Officer Peter Peter Weltman. Thank you so much for being with us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, So my first question about these unspent funds. So a lot of the money that has been used or promised uh, to help during the pandemic is actually federal money. So is this money that has not been spent money that actually came from the federal government for that purpose? So some of the money did come from the federal government, but it's impossible at this point to determine exactly which money came from the feds. What happens technically is when the money gets transferred to the province, it gets put into the province's, you know, notional bank account, if you will, and then reallocated to various programs and funds. But... uh Often, and, and we talk about this with people from the federal government and, you know, in various files, the money is earmarked, isn't it? I mean, or is it just a factor right. that this money isn't earmarked? No, the money is, it, whenever transfers are made, whether they be to individuals, and you're right, or to, between governments, there's always some level of condition attached to how the money is to be used. We don't have access to those terms and conditions. One would say that they're, you know, we don't know how how strict those monies are earmarked, but they are effectively money to be used to offset the impacts of COVID-19. So is that uh, is that kosher, that they take the money to offset the effects and then, you know, leave it in the bank? Well, you know, the, the, the is it kosher? Uh, I guess that, that all depends. It's, it's not Hanukkah guilt just yet. Maybe in a couple of days it will be. But okay, um, <laughs> the um, uh, the funds that, that that are sitting in the bank, if you will. Now that it's important to remember that was at the end of September. 
so it was a second quarter report. And I was listening to the intro that you gave, and you know, you have the two sides, right? Well, you're sitting on all this money, and the premier says, well, no, we've allocated it. And that's exactly what this report is supposed to do. It's supposed to help people answer, ask good questions of the government. So this is not something that existed a year and a half ago. We created this report when I started my my term. And uh, really, the reason why is that MPPs approve the, the budget, if you will. They, 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 they allow the government to stick, provide legal authority for the government to spend a certain amount of money, and they approve that in uh, before March, and then they have to wait a year and a half to find out how the money was spent in public accounts. And what we do with this is we come in every quarter in the same year that the money is being spent and provide an update on actual spending. So while at the end of at the end of September we were showing twelve billion in the three contingency funds, and the premier said, "Well, no, no, those have all been allocated since then." And that's entirely possible, and we won't know until we come out with our next quarterly report, uh, which will probably happen in January. And we'll have the spending numbers as of uh, the end of December. Uh, I I, I want to get into what exactly allocated means, because one of the things that's also come up throughout this whole thing is, uh, quote, the question of how the funds flow. So as an example, it was way back, I think in May, that it was announced that the frontline healthcare workers would get a top up in their pay. And this money was coming from the federal government. And then months later, there were all kinds of people who were saying, hey, we haven't got our money yet. And then the province would say, hey, the federal government is slow in, quote, flowing the funds. You know, that's the beauty of living in a federation. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm sorry to say, but that is just typical. That happens all the time with all kinds of of federal provincial transfers. So the money supposed to come. So technically what happens is that there will be some sort of transfer agreement signed between both levels of government, which will stipulate until that is signed, no money flows. And then once that is signed, um, in some respects, it could act as a bit of a line of credit, if you will. So the province can go ahead and spend money if they want to, knowing that the feds will, you know, will be good for it. Uh, or the money flows right away into the provinces, like I said, into the province's bank account. And the province takes that money and puts it into its own. It still needs to get authority to spend it. Just because it came from the federal government doesn't mean it can go off and, and spend the money. It still needs to get legislative approval to actually spend the money. So that's that's how public accounting works. That's how public spending works. You need the approval of your elected representative before you can spend public funds or raise public funds, raise taxes. So that's what. So there's always a bit of a delay. And then you get another good question: What does allocated mean when you allocate money versus spend money? So the money is 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 let's say it's put into these reserve funds. So the legislative branch says yes. Here's your 175 billion dollar spending budget. Here's where you're planning to spend the money. We approve it. The government can go ahead and start to spend that money. But if it's sitting in a reserve fund, it's waiting to be allocated to a program to be spent. So there could be another delay there too. And that's the other neat thing about our report is we also show how far are we along in the year and how far are we along in the spending plan. So we're 50% of the way through the year and our report shows we're not quite 50% of the way through the spending. We're about 48% of the way through the spending. And that's pretty normal. We'll see what Q3 brings. 
Okay, I'd, I'd like to give the numbers out again, because I'd like to hear from people, especially if you are waiting for some help from the government, you're hanging on by your fingernails, and uh, it's very slow to come. Uh, but also other, do you think that it's it's appropriate for the government to be hanging on to any of this money? I mean, what Premier Ford, on the face of it, made a bit of sense. He said, hey, with this pandemic, things keep happening and cropping up. So so we're leaving some money in the kitty for that. The the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And I am talking to Peter Weltman, who is Ontario's financial accountability officer. And again, I'd like to get to that question of, you know, the uh, path for the money to go from uh, some level of government at, into the bank account of the person who needs it. Uh, so, uh, can these, this be, is this just, you know, the, the result of bureaucratic machinations and also keeping track of it? Um, or, or can levels of government just, you know, slow it up as much as they want to? Well, those are all, those answers are all right. I mean, there are lots of answers to that question. It's a really good question. And I think we've seen examples of both. So, for example, when the federal government rolled out the CERB program, the, the individual benefit program, I, I don't remember exactly how long it took, but I think it was weeks, not months. And it was uh, modifications made, and you had a whole bunch of bureaucrats working uh, super overtime. And I know some of them who were putting together uh, a portal that would allow folks to apply and get funding, you know, as soon as possible. And I think that worked. That's an example of, you know, something actually, something complicated being rolled out pretty darn quickly. And then we get into some of these other programs that have more, if you will, more rules around them. Uh, and they clearly are taking longer to roll out. Are there machinations going on in the background? Of course there are. There always are. Uh, what do I, you know, can I tell you what they are? No, I don't, I don't know. That's not what the report does. Um, and I think it's, uh, you know, there, and there could be, there's a whole bunch of things that could be going on, but I think at the end of the day, I know from folks that I talk to that everybody is pretty committed to trying to get that money out as effectively as possible. And the other side of the coin, too, is as a you know public servant and you're in charge of dispersing funds, you also have to make sure, <clears throat> to the best of your ability, you're dispersing it to people who qualify for it and not for people who don't. So there's that side of it as well. Okay. Um, and one of the other things that they said with certain programs, they said, well, we can't just give it out. People have to apply for it. And they, they weren't applying, uh, quickly enough or fulsomely enough. Uh, do you have, do you have anything to say about that? Well, there's two thoughts on that. One is, you know, maybe the, and this is something, by the way, that happens pretty regularly with new programs as you, you know, as a, as a public servant or as a group, you try to anticipate what the uptake will be. Uh, and it's not always, you know, it's not an exact science. It's like a company launching a new product. It's not an exact science. Um, and maybe the program wasn't designed properly to encourage the uptake, or maybe the program for whatever reason is there's a disincentive to using it. So there could be many reasons to explain lack of uptake, but in and of itself, lack of uptake is a is a fairly normal, it can be a fairly normal thing amongst brand new programs. Okay, let's take a call from Dennis in Brampton. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Libby. Thanks for taking my call. I, I'm not surprised at this $12 billion sitting in a kitty at all. You know, if you look at what 
the fact that long-term care, there's been no money flow there. Uh, when the schools, there was all kinds of money promised. I can tell you there is no money gone uh, to the school that I can determine because I have, uh, I know people who are in the teaching system. There's no distancing. There are no nurses in the schools. There's no uh, HVAC upgrades. It's all been grandiose announcements with zero follow-through. And uh, it just makes me very angry. And with respect to what the speaker is saying, uh, the federal government has had no problem getting money out to people when they needed it during the pandemic. So this idea that some or other this is all caught up in some kind of bureaucratic uh, snafu, it, it makes no sense to me. I I, this this government is not surprised me well, at all. There is one thing I do want to say about the federal government getting money out quickly, and they did that through the Canada Revenue Agency. But but money that comes from other places doesn't get out so fast. Well, that that may be true, but as yeah. you pointed out, with respect to the salary increases. It's eight months later and nothing's happened. Well, no, I think they finally did get them. Some of them well, didn't get them until they were almost phased out. Dennis, I hear you. Thanks for your call. You're, you're let's, welcome, let's go. Let's go to Carolyn Kingston. Hi, Libby. Thank you for taking my call. Um, from, my, from my perspective, when the government sends, the federal government sends money to Ontario in the middle of a pandemic that's for something specific, I don't think Ford should be putting it in his pocket for the next rainy day. He had all this time to get ready and do the thing for the long-term care, and he said way back then, whatever it takes. So I guess it took nothing, and that's why he did nothing. I just think that this is criminal, And, and he should be putting that money to whatever the federal government sent it here for, and he should have been doing it before, let alone alone right now. Okay, Carol. So that's my comment. Thanks Thank- for taking my call. Thank you, Carol. Okay, um, we are uh, basically out of time on this. Peter Weltman, what would you like to leave us with on this? I think this is terrific. Uh, and keep an eye out for our Q3 report because, again, while we, you know, we our objective is to provide legitimate, authoritative, nonpartisan you know, analysis to MPPs in sparking a discussion. And this is how you hold the government to account is by asking these exactly these sorts of questions and seeing what sort of answers you get. And uh, I think it's fascinating that up until a year and a half ago, people were quite comfortable to wait for a year and a half before they found out how the money was being spent. And now people want to know every week. So (laughs) it's a good thing. Okay. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon then. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Peter Weltman, uh, Ontario's Financial Accountability Officer. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.